Hello everybody, it's been a while, but welcome to episode 40 of Dork Tunes. We've got Will with us this week again, um, thanks for jumping in as always. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Um, yes, sorry, we've been away for a while, things have been happening, you know, uh, work gets, you know, in the way of everything, doesn't it? Oh, it does. Ugh. Horrible stuff. Yeah, totally. And now we thought we'd get this episode done and we've got another episode coming in a couple of weeks which is already done actually um it's just waiting in the wings shall we say it's obviously our interview episode and it's excitingly it's with chris madigan who was the composer for the recent game on xbox cuphead yeah i've had a look at that and it looks so so difficult yeah it's kind of i really like the look of it but for me it would be i'd end up snapping the controller probably <laughs> well you're the same as me you like sort of the uh for want of a better word like the walking simulators like we really like those and then you throw us into a game with all of that madness going on and yeah i get a bit overwhelmed find it very difficult yeah i mean funnily enough i've just bought because it was in the sale and i've been dying to play it for years was um orion blind forest oh yeah that is good that is lovely. It is really, really, really good. It's so pretty as well. Yes, it's gorgeous. Um, it's quite tricky in parts so far, but it's absolutely brilliant. That's the first game that I've played using... Uh, my friend got me a Steam controller. Have you seen those? Uh, yes. They're weird. They've got like a... So instead of using a mouse, you've got a weird sort of touchpad on it that kind of simulates the mouse. And you can map the controls to whatever you want. So I've been playing uh, that game with that controller. And I'm not sure if it makes it more difficult or easier. It's just different, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm really enjoying it so far. So, And obviously the um, composer for that was Gareth Coker. And it is absolutely beautiful. Really, really beautiful. <clears throat> soundtrack so and if you haven't heard it really should go out and listen to it because it's wonderful and can't wait for will of the wisp now coming soon yep that looks good yeah definitely right um i thought what we could do is crack on really um this track is one of mine and it's one of my favorites of the last few years really um i was really lucky in the case of this um i was the very first person ever to hear this soundtrack and um it's just wonderful it's beautiful it's it's done by it's the, it's the latest game by the chinese room who are currently um they've powered down for a while and uh, it was on google what is it google vr uh, uh, google daydream i think it's called yeah um <clears throat> so obviously i've not played it because it's not available on my phone um it's called so let us melt and this, we obviously had an exclusive track previously, and this is another from the soundtrack called Lassiter. And I just love it. It's just wonderful stuff. I mean, it's slightly different to Everyone's Gone to the Rapture in that it's... How did you describe it recently? Oh, what did I say? Uh, was it a bit more... Did I call it synthy? I don't know how I described it. It's got a bit more electronic stuff in it, hasn't it? But along still with the choirs and the strings and everything. Yes, and it's beautiful. Um, really lovely. So it's a slight kind of deviation from the everybody's gone to the rapture, but it's just as 
beautiful as ever. I mean, Jessica has this real talent when it comes, she's quite a romanticist, and <clears throat> you really can tell that from the music. Um, and this, for me, is one of the highlights of the whole game uh, and soundtrack. So, yeah, here we go. This is Lassiter from So Let Us Melt.
All right, so this is a track that I've picked. Um, it's from the Elder Scrolls Online. Have you played that? No. Um, the Elder Scrolls kind of stuff, that kind of thing, really isn't my bag. Okay. You you enjoyed Skyrim, though, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, so I don't normally play um, MMOs. I mean, I've tried a couple, like Guild Wars, and I tried WoW back in the day. I don't normally play them, but I saw Elder Scrolls Online, and it plays like a normal Elder Scrolls game, really. So you sort of... you Yeah, just like a normal one. There's no kind of... Um, how do you describe it? Like clicking on a monster that's really far away and you're just sort of clicking away and doing some hit points. Uh, you play it sort of, you raise your shield, you dodge out of the way of things, just like you would with a normal Skyrim game. So it's really good. Uh, it came out in about 2014, I think, and it had a subscription model at the beginning. Um, but now they've just free to play, which is really nice. And then obviously you can buy stuff in the game if you want to. Um, the track I've picked is called Comrades in Arms and it's by the composer Brad Derrick and it's a fairly gentle track but you can still tell like it's from an Elder Scrolls game it's got that lovely mix of like horns and strings and choir and they all kind of blend in perfectly yeah um, it's got those big drums as well like that you hear in all the Elder Scrolls games just like the doom doom yeah so it's very cool um what have I got to say about this? Yeah, for the for the music, uh, Brad worked backwards apparently from other Elder Scrolls music. Yeah, so he like he identified traits to use in this game, such as the, la the large orchestra and the live chorus and big percussion, that kind of thing. Um, he says his process, and I'm quoting here. Uh, Brad says his process is having a musical sketchbook to jot down any ideas or melodies as soon as they come to him. So. Come to him, write them down really quick, and then you can go back and use them later. And that's sort of how he works. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's an interesting way of working, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely works for him. Mm. <laughs> Fabulous. There you go, folks. That was um, The Elder Scrolls. Um, onwards to the next track, which is one of mine again, and it's um, actually from a game, oddly, I've not played. Um, I don't know why. This was recommended to me by a friend, and I've listened to it, and I really, really like it. It's from a game called Near, which was released back in 2010, I believe. So it's quite, you know, it's, what, nearly eight years old now. Oh, so this is a different game than Near Automa, which is the new one. Yeah, that that's the newer one. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So it's the original one, um, which quite a few of my friends really rave about. Actually, everybody raves about. Let's excuse me today. 
I am yawning a lot this evening. Um, it's because I actually did something today, you know, instead of just sitting around playing games, <laughs> which I did a little bit. Um, but yeah, loads of my friends rave about Nier. And the soundtrack is just wonderful. It's done by a guy called Keiichi Okabe. Um, and the actual track I've picked is called The Lost Forest. Um, yeah, and it's just wonderful. Well, I um, so I haven't actually come across this game at all. I know of Near Automa. It's on my wish list on Steam at the moment. Um, how does this game differ? Like, what have you seen? Not it at all? much of it, to be honest. Um, I know that I tried the. I certainly tried the new Near Automa. Mm. Not my thing. No. No, not my thing at all. I just thought it was a bit. I thought it was a bit boring, but you know that was just me. <laughs> Oh, hey-ho. I mean, the music, that's the, that's the nice thing about it. You don't necessarily have to either play the game or, you know, like it, but at least you've got... Um, you can certainly like the music or dislike yeah, it, if you like. You know, so there you go. Um, this is The Lost Forest um, from Nier.
So this next one um, is from the game Dying Light, and it's one of those games I put a lot of hours in, but didn't get very far, I think. I keep on restarting and playing again and again. Um, but yeah, this one is a track called On the Edge of Light, and it's by, and I'm going to get his name right hopefully, Pavel Blachek, I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, what can I say about Dying Light? I absolutely love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. What a fantastic game. Um, I got stuck on a bit and then somebody helped me with that bit, so now I'm a bit further. And I said, I asked him, um, my friend at the time, I said, how far am I into the game? And he was like, probably about two-fifths. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Have you, so have you played um, online with people? Um, not massively. A few bits and pieces here and there, yeah. Yeah, I tried. I tried playing by myself, but uh, for me, for some unknown reason, zombies are my worst nightmare. I mean, they they don't exist, but they still they're my worst nightmare. For I have no idea why. So playing by myself was really difficult because I'd get scared all the time and have to stop. I mean, um, the nighttime stuff is absolutely terrible. Oh, it's so horrible! You've got those big evil zombies that can run across the rooftops and chase you, and oh, I hate it. But I love it at the same time. Yes, absolutely. Really, yeah. really good. Uh, but this track, so it's interesting. Like, as soon as I hear that synth intro, it takes me right back into the world of Dying Light. And the synth kind of just, it sits alone. So it's just kind of by itself in the track. And I think that really reflects like the emptiness of the whole world. So it's all just the zombies everywhere. You're by yourself. You're looking out for yourself. Um, yeah, it's just empty and slightly depressing. I really do need to, at some point, I really want to get the DLC. Um, and it's still being supported by the studio. They're releasing, like, freebies all the time for it. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, not just little bits and pieces here. It's quite big stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I need to get back into it. But I need to play it online with friends, or otherwise I'll scare myself again. Yeah, we should definitely play it at some point. Are you... You're on uh, PS4, though, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, I'm on PC. Oh, you're one of them. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Although I did, at band practice today, the bassist said he is selling his um, old PS4 for a very nice price, so it is tempting. Oh, you really should jump in, because... Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Oh. <sighs> right. So, here we are. So, this is uh, On the Edge of Light by Pavel Blachek.
So next we've got one that I really want to play, but I'm, I'm kind of tempted to play it on the Switch because it's just come out, is um, a track from Axiom Verge, which is a Metroidvania game. And it looks absolutely cracking. Again, this is another recommendation from a friend, so thank you. Um, this is more kind of electro, kind of just ace. Um, I yeah. really, really like this. And you said you didn't know this. No, I haven't come across it at all. I had to, uh, when I saw it on the list, I went and looked it up and thought it looks amazing. So I've added it to my Steam wish list now. Definitely. I mean, I might buy it tonight. Give me something to do. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's getting rave reviews. Well, it's got rave reviews ever since it came out, really. Um, and it does look fantastic. Yeah, just madness, blasting aliens and the track um well the whole soundtrack's all really synth heavy but it's got these big booming kind of um just bass going along they've done it really well yeah really really well um and this is by um thomas hap um, this was originally released back in 2015 but it's literally just come out on the switch a few weeks ago but yeah this is called trace awakens
this is another MMO. After me saying, oh, I don't normally play MMOs and I've picked two for this episode. <laughs> uh, so this is Lord of the Rings Online. And I've read all the Lord of the Rings books and got super into them and read the Silmarillion, obviously watch the films and everything. Yeah, the, I mean, the Silmarillion is a hard one to get through. It reads like the Bible. started it and I have to admit it was difficult. It, it, I think it literally starts off with um, sort of the God creating everything and then there was light and it reads and it's like on this day, this happened. And then on this day, this happened. And it's just like the Bible, the way it describes everything. It's a bit a bit full on and heavy, but still interesting. If you like that sort of thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, this one, uh, so it's another MMO, but it's a lot more whimsical, I'd say, than um, the Elder Scrolls kind of stuff. And I spent hours playing this game and i spent hours trying to get friends to play with me and sort of you'd have one or two join in and then go no i'm no, not really playing this i'd always end up playing by myself yeah mmos really aren't my thing at all no and if you're playing by yourself they're just they're not really worth it you need a nice group of people together to go and do like the raids and everything and do it properly yeah um but yeah, this, uh, the track I've chosen is called The House of Tom Bombadil, and it's written by Chance Thomas, who is lovely, by the way. Um, if you get in touch with him on social media and stuff, he always tends to reply. So it's really nice when people do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what was I going to say about this one? Um, I was going to talk about Tom Bombadil, but I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> I'm just going to say... Yeah, that's a whole yeah. other thing. No, I was just going to say that this music on this one kind of reflects sort of his joyful, kind of carefree nature. He, he's a very odd character. I don't think he's in the films, but he's quite a big character in the books. Yeah, but Chance, he wrote the music for the entire Lord of the Rings Online and the uh, 10th anniversary of the game just happened. So they've released the 10th anniversary soundtrack on Spotify. So I'd definitely go and have a listen to that. It's really good. Yeah, so this is The House of Tom Bombadil by Chance Thomas. forgot to mention uh, earlier on in the show is this this episode we've got a couple of um, exclusives um, basically I went to EGX back in September down in Birmingham and I played a, a lot of games um, spent most of my time in the indie section to be fair and in that section I played two games and I was really impressed by them um, and the 
first of the two is coming up now. Uh, this is untitled, but the game is called Fogs, spelled P-H-O-G-S, and it's done by a chap called Henry Poulin um, from Bitloom Games. Um, Fox is bonkers. It's two people on one joypad, um, kind of playing it. It's almost what was that game that was released years ago on the PS3, Nobby Nobby Boy. <laughs> I've not heard of that. <laughs> Bit like Nobby Nobby Boy, but actually it kind of works and it's really clever, really really fun, really good fun. Um, so can't wait for that to come out. Um, and thank you very much, Henry, for allowing us to play um, some of your music in the game. Uh, from the game, sorry, should I say. So this is Untitled from Fogs. the game quickly before this and it's so so crazy it's bright and colorful and you're a, a double-ended dog yes sort of thing it's yeah. really strange isn't it but it's, it, it really works even on one like you're using one um joy, joypad between two people yeah it's really an interesting decision yeah um so really can't wait for that to come out so yeah. you've got an unusual choice, I thought, next. Yeah, I wanted to pick something something a bit different. So what have you got? Alright, so I have picked a track by uh, Floex, um, F-L-O-E-X, and it's called Yellow Furry Mushroom Tune, and it's on, it's on a game uh, called Samarost, or Samarost 3 specifically. Never even heard of it. No, I got um, introduced to it, I think it was through... Have you heard of the game Machinarium? Yes. Okay, yeah, so it's the same It's the same people who made Machinarium, but it's also the same composer. Okay. But it's a bit confusing because on Machinarium, um, he Floex is kind of his artist name. But if you look for the Machinarium soundtrack, it comes under um, Thomas... I'm trying to know how to spell his... Uh, um, say his surname. Uh, Dvorak, I think it is. And yeah, so under there is Thomas Dvorak, but on this it's Floex, even though it's the same guy. And it's the same, it's the same people who made the game. But yeah, it's a, it's a point and click game, and you're this little, little cute character flying through space. And on one of the levels, it looks like 
it looks like you're flying on the back of a giant testicle, basically. That's the level I've got up to at the moment. It's weird, and yeah, it's point and click, and it's all puzzle-based. It's, it's, it's like Machinarium, if you've ever played that. Yes, um, yeah, I really like that. Lovely little yeah. game. It's the same kind of atmosphere as well. Um, I find them really difficult, and I always have to go and look at a walkthrough um, when I get stuck, otherwise I'll be sitting there for ages. Um, what else do I have to say about this? Yeah, I had I had the game on my phone for ages, um, but I found it's really hard on there. And a friend pointed out it's because you really need a cursor on the screen um, because that changes depending on obviously where you're hovering the cursor. So if you need to, let's say, climb down from the spaceship, the, it'll appear as a little down arrow. But if you're on the phone, um, you have no idea. You're just sort of pointing and clicking everywhere and just hoping something works. But yeah, so this is, the track sounds really weird as well. This is why I picked it. I thought it was a really interesting one. So this is Yellow Furry Mushroom Tune by Floex. come to the second of our exclusives this week and this one is again from a game from um, EGX. A game really caught my eye when passing by. It's called Sky. Um, That's Sky with an E. And um, it's basically about, well, basically you play a dragon and you're kind of, you know, bobbing around doing your thing and it's, it's, it's really unusual looking in that it's sprites obviously but the way the sprites are actually rendered it makes them look like it's kind of like it's a bit minecrafty almost you know the the shapes of them is really kind of angular rectangular and really gorgeous looking though really bright and um would you describe it as it's almost cell shaded Yes, kind of. It, honestly, you need to go and have a look, and then you'll kind of get what I mean. Um, but yeah, it was really nice little a demo that I played, um, and I was kind. The the um, dev was really kind enough to send me a track called uh, the Den theme. Um, it's from the very beginning of the game. Um, and the devs are actually called Puny Astronaut. So thank you, Kean from Puny Astronaut, for allowing us to play this. Um, and well, you know, here you go.
Right, so this one I have picked, uh, it's a game called Leaving Lindell. Um, and it's on Windows, Mac, and PS4, I think. And it's a first-person exploration game. It's set on this tiny little island. And you play a girl called Clara, who sort of has dreams about sailing and exploring the world, but you're stuck on this little island. Um, and it's your last day on there, and you've basically been going to school and learning how to become a sailor and go on the ships and everything. And it's all about your last day, and you start walking around and exploring all the places that you spent your childhood. And basically, you have to go around and say goodbye to everyone and to all these places. Fabulous. Yeah, and so it's it's really short and sweet game. Um, just like this track. This track is short and sweet as well. Uh, and it's got a dreamy quality to it, where it sort of meanders with no real melody. But I think it's still still really beautiful. So yeah, definitely, if you see it, go and play the game. I think it's about two hours long, and sort of left me with a really just relaxed feeling. I think. Fabulous. Yeah. So this track is called Toma's Farm. And it's by Phoenix Glendinning. Enjoy. There you go. Um, that was Thomas Farm, and that was our last track of the show, folks. Um, what we do have is we've obviously got our next episode already in waiting, so we will um, see you in a couple of weeks. And obviously, if you want anything, you can um, you can tweet me at Evil Noob on on the Twitters, and um, you know we love getting requests, so please do send them my way. So thank you everybody for. Um, 
the exclusives this episode. Uh, really appreciate that from Bitloon Games and Puny Astronaut. And good luck with the games, guys, too. Um, and hopefully we'll see you at the next EGX. See ya!